0: Welcome to another episode of Raw and Real Chat. Elizabeth Lim here, your podcast host. I have the absolute pleasure of being joined by Dr. Natalia Wojtoski. I hope I got that one right. Thank you so much for
1: um, your time today, Natalia. Thank you so much for having me over, Elizabeth. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, well, it's going to be
0: a very interesting one because uh, for anyone who doesn't know Dr. Natalia, now that's going to be very, very hard not to because Natalia has an absolute um, phenomenal online presence. Um, and so we were just speaking uh, offline that think Natalia is coming up close to almost a five-year anniversary. How's that? How does that
1: feel? surreal very very often i just wake up and i i look back at what um, on my whole work on what i've achieved and the people that i helped the places i've traveled to to deliver keynotes and trainings and i'm like damn this is happening this is really real i got there whoa this is just the beginning imagine where you will be in 50 years I mean, I'm in my early 30s, so theoretically, if I treat my body very well, it could be 50 years ahead of me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really that's actually quite interesting. Would you would you say that you would be? Uh, do you think that you'll still be as active throughout that entire time?
1: Oh for sure. I have a deal with the universe and I know that I'm going to turn 113 years old and I'm going to die after one of my keynotes behind the stage after making tons of people think and laugh. It will be very peaceful. It will be will be amazing.
0: <laughs> is that one of probably the most challenging things for them is to step out of that kind of comfort zone of 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 doing the the mundane and the routine and, and doing something interesting. Like, I mean, I guess that's one of the things is, is something interesting. Is that subjective to the, the person and to the viewer and to the audience? Like what one thing, what, what some people review viewers as interesting, others may find, you know, not interesting. Like, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you kind of come to terms with that? What, what, you know, what kind of advice do you have with those that, that struggle with that, that concept?
1: I'm currently reading a very interesting book, and it talks a lot about the question, does your day or do your daily routines and habits allow you to create enough space for flexibility, for something new, for something exciting in your life? Because if your current day and routines, habits, whatever, don't allow you to do that, you're going to live the same day over and over and over and over again for a week, for for months, for years. And then you call that a life. And then you look back and you're disappointed. It's like, why was everything always the same? Like, why is everything so boring? And especially like I look at friends and family in, in Germany or, for example, in Sweden, where I was uh, there in, um, during summer this year. And I observed that these people, and the majority of us do this, stuff their day with things because they want to feel busy and they want to have the feeling that they've achieved something. But very often we put stupid nonsense on our agenda to feel busy or as if we're important. Very often these things do not lead to what we actually want to achieve. So I think we need to be very intentional with our days, with what we do, and we need to create that space to do one new thing at least per week in order to become a better storyteller and in order to challenge your status quo, in order to expand your comfort zone, in order to evolve, in in order to become a better human being. And the challenges that my clients have are super different. Like some people, they, they struggle with um, getting ideas what content they should write about. Some people are struggling with either going to bed early or waking up early. Some people struggle with um, their first keynote. Some people struggle with writing their first book. So everybody has a different struggle. Um, but yeah, it's very, very important that we really have a look at how we spend our days and that we're intentional with what we do, because I truly believe that, you know, the energy goes where where you focus on, right? So whatever you focus on, this is what's going to get done. So make sure that you focus on the right things.
0: Mm. And so would that be related to, um, we? because you've sp- in one of your articles, one of your LinkedIn articles, you talk about um, the components of a person which exists inside outside online and offline um and you start that that description with what's going on inside so would you say that that's all related with identifying what's present inside and knowing really to your at your core what 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 your values are and and what what you're trying to achieve and and you know we hear often the you know your buzzword Mm -hmm. of your purpose and so forth but is you know, is that where it all starts?
1: Absolutely, I mean, we do not need to talk about content strategy or online presence, we do not need to talk about the right outfit or about what book are you going to write or whatever it is on the outside of your personal brand of you as a human being when you don't get the foundations right. When you do not know why you do what you do, when you do not know what you're great at, what makes you different or outstanding, when you do not know what makes you happy or what is at least important to you, what your values are, when you do not know what your target audience is or your ideal employer, right? When you, when you are not aware of this, chances are pretty high that your social environment, that your friends, your family, your clients, your potential employer doesn't know about that either. Because you don't clearly communicate it and guess what? It's not tattooed on your forehead. So you don't know. Nobody else knows. So you're just going to be a passive victim of your circumstances, which doesn't make sense because then you're just floating around through life, through your career, without any, without any goal, without any direction. So you will land wherever somebody pushes you to. You're a little bit like a ping pong ball, like a football or whatever, and you get just kicked or pushed or pulled into different directions. And that will sooner or later create frustration. So instead of being a passive victim of your circumstances and of your environment, it makes sense to sit down and ask yourself the questions that I've just mentioned. They will have a huge positive impact on your private life and on finding the perfect, in quotation marks, partner and the perfect, in quotation marks, friends, but also in finding the, again, perfect um, job or the perfect clients because once again, you need to start with you. It all starts with you. And when you look at the most successful and the most inspiring and the happiest people on this planet, they will all tell you exactly that, maybe with different words, maybe from a slightly different angle, but you need to start with you.
0: Mm. And would you say that Um, because part of quite quite a significant part of what you've done Natalia is when you quit your safe job um, and you went and you had your sabbatical um, you know you you mentioned these things about you know why did why did you do it you were unhappy you continuously you know felt empty and tired and was sick twice a month and um, you know and was that your pivot point was that the time where you know, where it all changed for you and is is that is that what you're talking about um in terms of uh you know all, all that kind of really in-depth kind of evaluation and reflection and analysis um but I guess the biggest thing is is that um not everyone's that brave and I'm just going to be outright blunt and honest and say hey you know nine months of just you know taking that time like that's that's extraordinary. And I guess that that's, you know, that's kind of your X factor, isn't it? That you, you kind of just, you made that commitment, you made that absolute commitment that people are too afraid to do is, you know, is like, is that, is that a, a common theme that you
1: find? Well, I do believe, I think it was Tony Robbins who said that, that people only change when the pain of staying the same is bigger than the pain of change. I think that's a very profound idea. So the way how we human beings are wired, especially our old part of the brain, the primitive reptile part, as I call it, uh, we love our comfort zone because we want to stay safe. We want to survive as a species. We want to reproduce ourselves. We want to have food. We want to sleep and a little bit socialize. That's what we want, right? So, comfort zone it is. Fantastic. Unfortunately or luckily, life is growth and life is change. So, if you want to make it in this modern world and life, you need to adapt. You need to get out of this shell or out of your comfort zone, right? And um, as you mentioned, like I went like I was continuously ignoring what my soul or what my purpose or my why or whatever you call that entity uh, wanted to tell me so I believe that I was massively ignoring my values I was massively ignoring why I'm on this planet and my soul was screaming all the time and I was like ah, whatever I can't hear you I'm too busy and um I believe that uh when you when you don't do that you, you will suffer so long until the emotional suffering manifests in pain. This is then when your body starts speaking to you. First it's the soul, it's whispering, and then it's the body and it's screaming. So this is when you should actually then listen. So when you say like, ah, I pop a pill and whatever, it's going to be fine. Then life comes around the corner and really slaps your heart in the face. So I, as you said, ended up in hospital twice per month. And the doctors couldn't tell me what it was. They did all sorts of tests and they said, well, it's all in your head. And guess what? When you continue like that, number one, it's going to get chronic. Number two, you're going to develop cancer. Number three, you're going to die. And I was like, mm. wow, I'm 29 and they tell me that I'm going to die. Well, maybe uh, it's time to change my life. Like, I don't want to die. Uh, and uh, like, maybe life shouldn't be so miserable. Like maybe there's a better way of existing and maybe i shouldn't suffer all of this pain like maybe maybe god doesn't want me to be miserable so i said you know what it can't get worse like okay i could get cancer that would be worse but what do well, i want to challenge that like i i don't want to do it so it was literally when life took a gun and held it to my sleeve i got this reality check where i realized Okay, like the only way how to figure that out is to to just distance myself from everything else. And, uh, you know, then whatever force you believe in, the universe, God or high intelligence um, sent me signs because I surrendered at a certain stage. I just said, help me. I don't know what to do guide me like I don't believe that this is how I deserve to live and well then I started suddenly started to see and to listen and there were a few hints like I relatively quickly understood that the pain that I'm going through is self-created and I understood that um, what Gandhi said that I need to be the change that I wish to see in the world, and when I do that, life will be beautiful. So this is when I realized, well, again, I need time, I need a break, and I need to figure that stuff out. <laughs> and so that that really does sound as though that's
0: uh, you're describing your your legacy, which which is which is using your experience to to not only make the change for yourself but also help others to make that change as well and help them be able to see it which is which is really awe-inspiring because um what you're talking about isn't easy it it's not it's you know it's not neatly packaged in nice little on a silver platter here you go you know um you know pay your money and you know off you go you're talking about hard work. Like you're talking about yeah. some, <laughs> something that um, is really scary um, for for most people because you're talking about really, really drastic change, massive kind of um, a wake-up call that um, that you, you've been able to achieve. But I think that probably more often than not, you'll find people that are, are – are willing to kind of stay in that slumber, stay in that kind of zombie state where it's like, oh, you know, I've got a job and, you know, I've got this and I've got that and, you know, life is okay, but it's not all it could be, um, you know. So, you know, is is that like, how do you, and I guess that's um, that's a really powerful message how do you, and I guess it is, is that, is that what really comes through in your keynotes? Is that, because obviously what, what we see online, um, is predominantly short form, short form kind of content, you know, you, you, you have to get a quick message across, you kind of have to get people's attention, um, and, you know, and it's, it's that consistency, it's that ongoing and, you know, that, that's, that's kind of, effectively the formula. Um, but it's really hard to kind of get that because one of your Instagram posts that really, um, jumped out to me was when you talked about, um, you know, what people see of you now, it, they don't, they don't see the struggle. They don't see, see all, all the times that, cause you made, um, that analogy before we hopped on uh, we started recording about the chewing gum. So, <laughs> do you want to explain <laughs> everyone what 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 am I talking about with the chewing
1: gum? Like, what what is the chewing gum for you? Sure. Uh, so, first, a side note on what you said before. I believe that people who say, "Yeah, I have this average job and this average life, and everything is okay." I believe that these people haven't suffered enough yet. And I believe that uh, life is going to hit them harder and harder. And eventually they're going to get sick and I'm not jinxing them. I'm not putting a spell on them. Like, First of all, I'm not able to do that. And second of all, why would I do that even if I could, right? Not that some people think, oh, she's an evil witch, she's said that. <laughs> um, so that's the first thing. But this is the reality. This is the truth of life and energy, if I want to put it that way. And this is what you read in every case study, in, in every crazy story out there of people who made it to success. First, they needed to hit rock bottom. As long as you don't hit it, you're not going to change it is what it is so maybe people first need to you know get involved in a car accident or develop some sort of cancer or lose an arm or lose a leg or whatever hopefully it's not that hard or not that tough but a lot of them of us unfortunately need to hit that first and coming back to the chewing gum um as you said it's five years it has been five years right now and in the beginning, it just felt terrible. I woke up. I forced myself in the morning to wake up at five o'clock in the morning because I read from or I learned from Robin Sharma that you know it's all about waking up and you need to learn meditating, which was ridiculous as well for me. Meditating, I'm think Natalia, right? So think, thinking is my most valuable positive asset, but also my biggest burden and problem. Um, so uh days were very long when you wake up at five and you go to bed at nine thirty, and especially when you spend a lot of time with bombarding and torturing yourself with questions like what is my purpose what are my values what is my legacy you know this is what i would think and then a part of me would be like i don't know and how the should i know and why do you ask me these questions like Isn't that stupid anyway? Like why, why can't I be happy in an average relationship, in an average job, living an average life, just being gray and lame as everybody else, but it doesn't work for me. It does not work. I turn gaga like that. So yeah, I mean, it was like, sometimes it took forever. It felt overwhelming. I was on low energy. I was frustrated. I was anxious I was questioning my sanity. I was crying. Uh, I needed to borrow money from my friends to pay my bills. I was reading tons of books and didn't get any answers. So it felt a little bit as if you had like one of those very, um, you can chew forever and they don't, because they're two different kinds of chewing gums. So one of them, which just disappear in your mouth, like blah, and they are those chewing gums that just last forever. And you can chew them for three hours and then they get really hard. So you just pull them them with 15 centimeters you continue pulling and still five centimeters and then you keep on pulling it's still 10 centimeters this is how my life felt and um i realized pretty quickly that humor and not taking yourself so seriously is key this one so laughing and crying it out without that i would have never ever achieved what i have achieved today (laughs) really (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just laughing about it because like, okay, you have two options. Either you cry it out or you laugh it out. Okay, let me cry it out. Oh no. Okay. Today I feel like laughing. Uh, So um, again, uh, life is nuts and crazy and it's beautiful at the same time. And you have to choose how do you want to, you know, interpret it. And one day it's going to be this and one day it's going to be that. (laughs) I mean, it's, it it you you must be a mind reader because
0: um, I where where I was heading was going to be saying you know well you know what is your number one tip for the listeners but you've basically said it you, you basically said it's it's a, a choice of your attitude how you see it how you're going to respond to it you know. You laugh and you cry, um, and you and you you tap into that human side of you, and you also accept because one thing that you said about, um, you know, because you, I'd say you needed to try the meditation even though it wasn't your thing, and um, you know you it, it got you to realize more so that think Natalia is really at your core. Um, but you wouldn't have known that unless you did try it, and I guess that that's that's part of your journey is you've got to you've got to test things and you've got to experiment. I mean, I'm a massive fan of experimentation. Um, so you know you really have, um, without doubt, really kind of put yourself there. You've 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 gone through the motions. You've gone through the the thought processes. Um, would you say you know if you if you had to You know, if you're forced to kind of only pick like, you know, three words to describe yourself, because one that jumps to mind is, you know, when you're thinking, is it, is it your way to not overthink by introducing humor? Like, would you say that overthinking is maybe one of your, as you mentioned before, a little bit one of your burdens and you need to define a circuit breaker and your circuit breaker is, oh, bring in the humour, that's it. You know, the thinking, you know, stops going like a, a snowball and stops kind of building and building and building. So you've got that humour. But I mean, if if you, you know, uh, because obviously personal branding is, is what, you, what you're what you about, there mustn't... There, You know, because there's so many different facets to yourself, Natalia. It are there? Would if you had to categorise yourself in, say, three three words or kind of three three ways, what would they be?
1: I think the first thing for me is um, the ability to combine education with humour. So, edutainment is is a core element of me. Like, I I cannot live. Without them, it's also some of my core values. Like for me, growth, learning, and having fun in the sense of laughing, core values. So edutainment is the first one. Um, The second aspect that a lot of people point out is the ability to stay relevant and to reinvent myself. So that's something that is uh, very, very dominant in me and that I also like and that I find curious because I think... Um, again, life has changed and we're evolving and like sometimes a part of me like floats out of me and then looks down on me and it's like, Oh, let me get some popcorn. Oh, amazing. How <laughs> you know, this little one devol- evolves and develops. Whoa, she's cute, isn't she? Oh, that little ambitious one. So, uh, yeah. So this is a thought that I sometimes have. To reinvent myself is, um, is definitely, uh, one of my core assets, I would say. And then, um. I have willpower or determination that is very, very high. I believe it comes from the fact that um, my parents were both athletes, especially my mom used to be a competitive athlete and I used to be a competitive athlete as well. So I danced for over 10 years. I danced up to five times per week, three, four hours per day. So I learned from the very beginning, you need to train for it. Uh, No expert fell from heaven today you're going to succeed, tomorrow you're going to lose, um, you're always as good as your competition, um, and when you fall down, my goodness, stand up, cry, get rid of the tears, adjust your crown, and continue walking, so um, yeah, willpower and determination is the third one, based on the um, athletic background that I have.
0: Wow, uh, and, that, and that's that's something I'm, I'm quite intrigued, because I didn't know that, uh, uh, Maybe maybe you've mentioned it along the way, but but um that that definitely would be um because you've got your unicorn you know uh persona um but you know being able to see the the strong athletic natalia come out for a bit of a fight that would be very interesting like i'd get my popcorn out for that so
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a passion project at the moment that will get the athlete back. So as soon as there are any teasers, as soon as everything is signed, um, I'm going to write more about it and there will be more content around it on LinkedIn for sure.
0: Oh, well, I feel very privileged to get that kind of insider scoop for, you know, um so hopefully by the time that this, uh, this episode is, is released, uh, that'll be uh, coinciding with, with that, that information coming out, but thank you so much for all the, the value and the insights that you provided Natalia. Um, you know, the, the tips that you've, everything that you've shared, um, is, is all, uh, as you said, relevant, it's all very relevant. And it, you know, it just still, and your delivery is just exceptional. Like it's, it's, you know, you really do have that fun. And even though it's, it's late here in Melbourne, I feel energized and you know, wanna, I want to get, you know, want to get going. So that's obviously, <laughs> that's obviously what you do for everyone around you. So you are living your, you know, your passion and your dream and, and, and what you were what you were meant to, to do on this earth. So I really do genuinely thank you so much for, for sharing everything
1: today. Thank you a lot for this opportunity and thanks also for asking these deep questions, for digging deeper and for allowing me to express all of these thoughts, although some people again might be like, oh, that's crazy, that's weird. So thank you for allowing me to talk about the fun and the weird and the deep and the helpful. And yeah, hopefully it will help at least a handful of people to face their fears to do whatever they need to do in order to live a little bit better in order to help a little bit more people and in order to um, look back peacefully and proud on their life one day saying well made a lot of mistakes but it was a hell of a ride. Right. I'm okay with it thank you it's time to go <laughs> well on that Anybody who isn't
0: already following you on LinkedIn, they need to follow you, and that's the best place to obviously get in contact with you if they're they're interested in obviously your your coach coach salting. You you do really love to blend words, don't you? Cult salting and edutainment. <laughs> you really <laughs> want to test my ability to get my tongue around these words, just, ah. <laughs> but. <laughs> but in saying that, you know, you really have energized me and energized our listeners um to to take um to take stock of what they're doing, you know, and really think, okay, is you know, is this really the trajectory that I'm after or is it something else? And if it's something else, definitely get in contact with Natalia because she will just absolutely just, you know, put that that vibe in you that you will just kind of shoot you off into the sky. So on that note, thank you so much, Natalia.
1: Once again, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Elizabeth.
0: Be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts where we'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and review.